Welcome to episode 106 of P's and Q's Podcast. I'm Clay and Joe's with me. Uh, we do a remote episode again, but we actually nail it this time, but not really. Ended up losing about half of it. Uh, so, for the first like quarter of the episode, I do a little bit of uh, good old-fashioned Yelp reviews. Got some doozies in there, and then we... Uh, we have a, a light conversation that leads into some rock-solid Let's Talk Tuesdays. As always, we'd like to thank you guys for listening and telling your friends and all the support. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram at Official P's and Q's or hit us up on the email at pandqpod at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling real crazy, hop on TikTok and check us out at Clem. But other than that, sit back, relax. And we'll do enjoy. it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. So, here we go. Um, as you probably heard in the intro, <laughs> what I'm going to do, me and Joe did it remotely. My kid is sick, so we got fumble-fucked again uh, this week, but I did figure out how to do the remote, but then the speaker that we were using turned off, and then I dicked around and then it stopped recording and then it started recording again and then it stopped recording again i don't know what happened me and joe just have super bad luck with the remote recording we're getting better we're gonna get fully squared away with it but as it stands right now it's fucked so um i am going to do a handful of yelp reviews and then the second half of the show is me and Joe on good audio, and we get into some good stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is like the third time's a charm. It's kind of a charm. It's like a charm bracelet that you get from your grandmother, and then you you know lose it when you're seven or nine or whatever. I've never had a charm bracelet. I don't know what I'm talking about. Now I'm just talking out of my ass, man. Let's get into these reviews. So I pre-did them this time. And I've come up with a few rules. I'm not allowed to read reviews on anything that has an overall 4.0 or higher. So it has to be below 4.0. Uh, and I am also going to add in a couple of businesses. So I got a pest control and I'm going to do uh, the Home Depot in Spokane, Washington. Because you know... It's got to be so bad. I haven't read any of them yet, but it's got to be so fucking bad if you're doing a negative review on a Home Depot, period. But in Spokane, what a nightmare. Uh, we keep it in Washington this time, so our first stop is at Azell's Famous Chicken in Tacoma, Washington. Um, so we're just going to go with number one. I've come to this Azell's three or four times. Every time I get my food, it's underwhelming. 
My roll is burnt and hard. Baked beans are crunchy. Mashed potatoes taste like they were frozen. Mac and cheese has zero flavor. I wish I was exaggerating, but this location ain't it. Definitely not like the ones in Seattle. And then there's a picture of his burnt roll. So, I've said this before. If you have a bad experience at a restaurant more than one time, like the second or third time, don't let it happen again. So if he's only gone there three times, I guess. Two times for sure. Always give, if if your experience is terrible the first time, give it another shot. You might have just got it on an off day. But on the second time, especially at a restaurant, nah, you're done. So you've gone there three to four times. The roll is burnt. The baked beans are crunchy. The mashed potatoes taste like they were frozen. I assume that they were. One can only assume that the mashed potatoes aren't freshly. Like, the amount of labor that goes into making fresh mashed potatoes is wild. You think the people at Azell's are just peeling 500 potatoes in back? Nah, this shit comes in a bag, brother. Um, and the response from the owner is actually pretty good. Hi, Drew. Thank you for taking time to give us your feedback. We're terribly sorry to hear about your recent experience at our Tacoma location. If you wouldn't mind reaching out to us at info at and include your preferred more method of contact and reference of your review. We'd be happy to have our team help make it right for you. See? Good for you, Azels. But in Tacoma, out of 1,500 reviews, you're at a 3.8. So there's got to be some other people. Second time, fail, and not going to give it a third. See, this is my kind of guy. Good for you. Quality needs to be checked more regular. Mac and cheese noodles were overcooked, made for mushy treat. Mashed potatoes and gravy were lukewarm and served with a half-baked potato. Sad to say, but banquet spicy chicken was spicier and not overcooked slash burnt. The adult chicken tenders were the size of McDonald's chicken nuggets. Friendly staff, though. So at least the staff's good. Um, you know, sad to say, but banquet spicy chicken was spicier and not overcooked slash burnt. Why is that sad to say? Sad to say, but banquet spicy chicken was spicier and not overcooked slash burnt, so it was cooked perfectly, is how I read that. But I do like this guy saying that he went there a second time, and it was fucked, and there's just not going to be a third, so don't worry about it. Chicken was dry. Seemed like they refry the chicken. The rolls were overbaked. Oh, this is a reoccurring theme. Looks like they, they need to get their oven checked. This location used to be good. I love Zell's chicken. I hope they improve the quality. Now I'm willing to do a trip to the Federal Way location. So he hasn't given up on Zell's. He's just given up on the Tacoma location. The picture that he did provide is horrific. It looks like a bunch of burnt shoes in a box. That's not good. But the roll's being overbaked. What a... I wonder what's going on there. There's got to be... There's got to be something going on here. Ordered ch- ordered fried chicken with two sides. The chicken was very good. With crunchy, 
the crunchy coating and not too greasy. The mac and cheese was very good. And the potato salad, uh-oh, okay. That's my fault. I wasn't looking at the review. Okay, so we're done. That was a five-star <clears throat> five star review. And of course, the owner was like, Hi there, thank you so much for your feedback. We're happy that you enjoyed your food and would like to apologize for your experience. Oh my god. So this person gave a good review, and the owner is clearly giving auto responses. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, that's cool. He, so I'm looking at the owner responses, and he's he's got to have them in a notepad, and he just copy and paste them. So he's ready for this bullshit. Blessed blessing. I've been craving their chicken, and I'm a regular customer. I ordered in a line and found hair in the chicken, and also ordered spicy chicken, and they gave me regular instead. Last time, also, I guess it was two weeks ago, I got totally different order and didn't get what... Last time, also, I guess it was two weeks ago, I got totally different order and didn't get want I ordered, but this time... Is not acceptable at all. A hair? No way. A hair will shut me down. A hair will absolutely shut me down. One time I got a chicken bake from Costco. Which is like a fucking mega hot pocket. And I bit a clump of hair out of it. And I have never had one ever again. They're so fucking... Oh, Jesus. The smell makes me feel like I'm going to gag. Took over a half an hour. Let's not complain about time. That's just the way it goes. I'm normally optimistic when I rate places. And I really want to highly rate these guys. Unfortunately, I honestly can't. I've been there three times in the last year. Each time their famous chicken has been tough and chewy as leather. Sadly, their their service was also subpar. I was hoping the third time would be a charm. But once again, disappointment. Safeway has moisture and tastier fried chicken and much better price point. I wish them the best. Um, let's not <laughs> let's not put Safeway fried chicken in Azell's chicken or any restaurant that has fried chicken in the same boat. I mean, Safeway's fried chicken's okay, I guess. I don't know. I've never really had it, I don't think. Safeway does have those fucking hens that you can get. Like a, It's like a rotisserie chicken in a bag for like five nine nine. Poof. Talk about a killer deal. I'm not getting a good vibe from Azelle's right now, so you know what? We're going to move on. We're moving on. Our next stop is at Dusty's In-N-Out. In Wenatchee, Washington. So, we're just going to go to the first one. Horrible experience. I just ordered a burger well done. Because they have been undercooking them recently. I opened the bag and the... Oh my god. I opened the bag and the bun looked like Exxon Valdez oil spill. It was... It soaked a whole napkin when I wiped it off. Took one bite and the meat was pinkish red. At least I have fries. Reached in the bag, pulled out a handful 
and along with my fries was a foot and a half of good old American hair. Down to the soda now. Nope, I forgot it took I took it off the order because it was four dollars. I'm not a picky person and have always enjoyed Dusty's food, but I won't be dining with them ever again. I'm sorry for the poor review, but something had to be said. I like how this guy is putting the team on his back. For one, his description is hilarious of the Exxon Valdez spill. That's crazy. But I like how he, he ends it with, I've always enjoyed Dusty's, but I won't be going there ever again. Sorry for the poor view, but something had to be said. Someone had to do it. <laughs> this guy did it. This guy's a hero. He probably felt so fulfilled when he did that. He just was like, send. Don't worry about me. And also, a well done, like, a little pink in your burger is good. You don't want a well done burger. You want a, you want a little bit of juice on it. They probably cook it the same way for everybody. I mean, if you're going to a place called Dusty's In-N-Out, there is a very, very good chance that they don't do like, how do you want that cooked? And if they do, they don't mean it. It's like when you go to a Mexican restaurant, and if you order a carne asada, and they go, how do you want that cooked? And you're like, medium, medium well, you know? Shit's always pink on the inside. Medium rare. Rare, like if you ask for a rare carne asada, you wouldn't get a rare, you get the same carne asada. Just like if you ordered this well done, the line cook who's in there cooking the patties isn't going to be like, okay, so I have this one that I'm going to do well done. They're just going to give you a burger, put cheese on it, and fucking go mow it. You're at a place called Dusty's In-N-Out. Okay? Once you just relax. But you are a hero, so you have my sympathy. Next one, two stars, four months ago. Would not remect, Would not recommend eating at this place. Has a lot of neat local history, and maybe was the place to be at some point in time, but not anymore. Was dirty and had a bad odor inside. That's fucked up. Burger patties did not taste like hamburgers. Fresh fries seemed cooked in old oil. All of it was greasy, and the bathroom was really dirty too. There's one thing that definitely stands out to me on this one. The burger patties did not taste like hamburger. Okay, so what did it taste like? Did, are you, like, familiar with all the other types of ground meat that is available? Because I'm probably, I mean, you probably got some hamburger that had turned a little bit, but it it was definitely hamburger. The burger patties did not taste like hamburger. It tastes like possum burger. And so I think that Dusty's is serving possum ground. That's what I think. <sighs> Old greasy bathroom was really dirty too. Bathrooms where people shit and piss. You know, I've never understood, like, you know, if there's poop all over the place or a toilet is loaded up with shit and toilet paper, I understand, like, that's an issue. But, like, when a bathroom is just, like, overall dirty, there's a graffiti on the walls, there's water all over the counter, there's piss next to the urinal. It's a bathroom. I'm not eating in the bathroom. I'm washing my hands. I'm taking a piss and then I'm doing the cleanest thing that I can do at the time and then leaving there. You take the fucking, you take a napkin or you take the inside of your shirt, you grab the handle with it and you walk out. 
The bathroom is for doing dirty stuff. So let's not complain about the bathrooms. We stopped by the drive-thru on our way out of town. The curly fries were hard. The burgers, while good, were extremely messy and dripping with grease. They also need a new intercom system, as they couldn't hear us and we couldn't hear them. Won't be back. This is just somebody who has a fucking axe to grind. Like you said, the burgers were good. So the burger was good. And you still felt like it was like, I'm still going to review. You know what? She said she was doing it on their way out of town. So they ate and all she had to do, she was like, I am going to do a review. Because I got four hours to kill before I get to Seattle. And the complaining about the intercom system. What? Get a life. Get real. Let's see here. Now we're getting to the four-star reviews. We'll get one more. Okay, one more one-star for Dusty's In-N-Out in Wenatchee, Washington. I have no clue how this place is in business. It is dirty, the food is terrible, and the service is slow, and the employees are rude. None of us were able to eat it. If you want a burger and you're in the area, go to Easy's. That's the end of that. One below it piqued my interest a little bit more because they actually timestamp it in the fucking comment. Um, like, also, you didn't buy the food and then look at it and go, we're not eating this. You definitely ate it. So you saying none of us were able to eat it is bullshit. That's just not true. All right, so this next one is a little bit longer. This will be the last one for Dusty's in and out for real. Walked in with friends to have lunch. 05, 06, 2022. 1,400 hours. <laughs> Stood at the counter waiting for service. Dot, 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 dot. It was, as, it was as if there was no one there. Not one employee visible anywhere. Was able to see that there was somebody in the manager's office. Went through the swinging door and pushed the office door open. There sat four employees texting on their phones. I asked if they could find time to help a customer. Dot, dot, dot. The big boy, who seemed to be in charge, shooed me out and said they would get to us. He came to the window with a nasty attitude and asked what we wanted, making it crystal clear it was a real bother to wait on us. To the owner, these people will run you out of business before you know it. If this is the best you can find to hire in Wenatchee, you may as well cut your losses and shut it down now. Won't be back. The amount of intrusiveness for you to go behind the fucking swinging doors and into the manager's office is unbelievable. Just turn around and walk out. There's a million restaurants in fucking Wenatchee. I had to dig through 10 pages of Google reviews to find Dusty's in and out so this is definitely not the only option you went through the swinging door and pushed the office door open that is wild from the other thing it sounds like it's an intercom based fucking ordering system and you went in there and then went behind the counter through the swinging door and opened the manager's office 
Wow. I mean, you walked in on four kids texting on their phone, which sucks because you don't, they, they're at work. They are getting paid. They should be doing their job. But what if they were having like some sort of fucking intervention? What if they were doing something like, obviously they're not supposed to be doing it. They're supposed to be at work. But what if they're doing something private? What if they were funging in there? What if they were shooting up some age? That's none of your business. You can tell this guy is like a fucking ex-military hardo too because of the 05, 06, 2022, 1400 hours. So you went there, 05, 06, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Let's see. What day was that? July, May 6th. You went in there on Friday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And there was four kids sitting in the manager's room. Fucking texting on their phone. <laughs> you better hope they don't run that guy out of business. That's too bad. I mean, you're a fucking hardo. You had no business going back there. You know, those like signs that are like employees only. That's specifically meant for assholes like you. And off to Spokane. I just did, keeping it simple with this one. We're doing an A&W in Spokane. Okay, I'm going to start off. Oh my God, so annoying already. Here we go. Order A6 and A7 meals. The burgers were so loaded down with mustard and ketchup. In addition to the meat being cold, this person doesn't know the difference between a comma and a period, which is infuriating. We're going to restart. Order A6 and A7 meals. The burgers were so loaded down with... Mustard and ketchup. In addition to the meat being so cold, the cheese wasn't even melted. To make matters worse, the fries tasted and smelled like fish. Only good part was the root beer. Okay, going back on the last time I did these reviews, you were not allowed to do a review. And I'm not going to take this seriously until you... You don't even have to perfect punctuation you just have to learn where to put certain things because you said order a6 and a7 meals period the burgers were so loaded down with mustard and ketchup period in addition to the meat being so cold period the cheese wasn't even melted period to make matters worse the fries tasted and smelled like fish period that's the only good period in that sentence only good part was the root beer well, that sucks, because you went to a place called A&W Root Beer Place. And the A6 and A7 meals, I've never been to an A&W. How the fuck am I supposed to know what an A6 and A7? I know that the number one at McDonald's is Big Mac. That's what I know. Order A6 and A7 meals. The way that you write that is almost like a be me sentence, right? Like, be me at A&W in Spokane. Order A6 and A7 meals. Burgers were so loaded down with mustard and ketchup. In addition to meat being so cold. <sighs> you you don't get a review. Your review is... Revo- you, you've only done three. I wonder if she... I bet hers are all fucked up. Let's see what else. Oh, you can't even... Oh, she gives five stars. Okay. She also gave a five star to a Motel 6 in Orange, Cal- California, so... Like, she rates Motel 6s. That's that's no good. Um, and then we're just going to shoot across the street to the Home Depot in Spokane, Washington. Um, 
Sierra at customer service was horrible. As a manager, I approached people professionally. After I asked her about my order, she rolled her eyes and asked for the order number, name, ID, never making eye contact. As I sat waiting for my order 30 plus minutes for a 4x6 piece of wood, I watched her interact with a few customers. One elderly gentleman waiting to... God damn you. One elderly gentleman waiting to buy his credit card bill. And as he talked at him and rolled her eyes with every question, he asked, she walked away while he was talking to her and left him in mid-sentence. Never asking me, can I have your order number? Do you have your ID? Do you know the name of your order form? No, hello. Just order number, name, ID. Those are the three words she said to me. This lady should not be working any customer service job. Nicole, by the way that you wrote this, you shouldn't be managing people. This is all fucked up. Next time you want to write a review, just take a step back, take a deep breath, and realize if it's an actual good move. Because this is a mishmash of fucked upness. Like you just, you bounced around your problems and then some gentleman who's elderly, his problems, and then go back into like not liking the way that she talked to you. No, hello. Just order number, name, ID. All right. Well, put yourself in her shoes. You're at Home Depot in Spokane. You've helped 65 people today. You're just trying to get through your shift. You probably don't have a real high passion for customer service at Home Depot. You just want to earn a paycheck. You're not going to ask somebody how they're doing. I mean, most people will. It's common decency. I probably would, but maybe this person doesn't want to. I'm assuming that you got out of there with your 4 by 6 piece of wood. And also, what are you doing ordering that? Just go into Home Depot and get it. You don't need to go to customer service to get a 4 by 6 at fucking Home Depot. You just go grab a 4 by 6 and go through the lumber section. They scan it. Dude, you're out of there. You were the kind of person who was like, ooh, I need this 4 by 6 Ordered it online and then thought that Will calling it was going to be faster. Got news for you. People who go to customer service are returning shit that is broken or the wrong thing. I've been there before. So when you come through with your order number, like you're going to come pick up some shit. And she's like, oh, the four by six piece of there's 600 of them back there. You just put one on the cart and buy it. So you're actually a pain in the ass of this person. No wonder she treated you like shit, you asshole. This guy's got a numbered list, which I like. Number one, they don't pick up the phone. Number two, they don't know anything is without a phone to help them. Number three, they have cameras everywhere that beep at you and make you feel like you're at Walmart. Number four, employees are more than happy to tell you that the training there does not happen. Number five, thanks for nothing over the years, Home Depot. Wow. Wow, good for you. Number one, they don't pick up the phone. That sucks. That's pretty fucked up. 
If that's true, that's not good. They have a phone number for a reason. Pick it up. Number two, they don't know where anything is without a phone to help them. He's talking about the things where you look up the thing and it tells the person what aisle it is. Have you seen the size of an average Home Depot? They're like 85,000 square feet. There's like 65 aisles. Okay, so if you're looking for a specific thing, they need that phone because they can go, it's halfway down aisle 47 on the left. And you go there and sure as shit, the thing that they looked up on their magic device, aka the phone that they need them to help, is is right every time. So I've, I've, I know what phone they're talking about. I've gone to Home Depot and I know and it helps. It's a good tool. It's called the future. It's called 2022. They have cameras everywhere that beep at you and make you feel like you're at Walmart. I don't even know what that fucking means. Make you feel like you're at Walmart? Are there a bunch of cameras beeping at you at Walmart too? I've been to a Walmart. I don't know what this guy's talking about. Employees are more than happy to tell you that the training there does not happen. So they're talking about the employees being like, I don't know, I'm not trained on this. Here's the thing, is that if you get lucky, you find one of the old timers at Home Depot who's like a general contractor for 30 years. But more than likely, you're going to run into like a 20, 22-year-old, 23-year-old person. If you're asking them, them like complex, like home stuff, you need to take a deep look inside and realize who you're talking to. The chances of you nailing down the 22-year-old who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about with plumbing is rare as hell. So what are you talking... The training there doesn't happen? What training? Like, all of it's customer relationship stuff where you just talk to people. And then for them to be like, oh, I have no idea to how, how to use this pipe threader. Yeah, no shit. Because journeyman fucking mechanical people know how to use those things. Those are the guys who put air conditioning in buildings. Not fucking Home Depot guy. If Home Depot guy knew how to use a fucking threader he wouldn't be working at home depot he'd be working for the union so you're you're just you're barking up the wrong tree here friend i i understand that you wanted to make a list and feel important and really get after it but uh okay so let's go to paint just got off the phone with the paint department i'm quite new with the painting so I wanted to ask someone about a good top coat for chalk paint on furniture. The girl was so uninterested in being helpful and gave me zero help pretty much. Honestly kind of rude the way she talked. She really needs to work on her customer service because wow. Okay, so you're asking a girl in the paint section at Home Depot about a top coat for chalk paint on furniture. That's not your average, like, I'm going to paint a wall gray. You're talking about putting chalk paint on furniture. I'm assuming so your kids can draw on the furniture. I have news for you. Get them a fucking easel. It's a thing made for chalk. No wonder she was uninterested. She works in the Home Depot paint section, and you're coming at her with some complex-ass shit. 
Yeah, I'm not interested, and I'm going to be zero help pretty much, your words. Honestly, kind of the rude, rude the way she talked. She really needs to work on her customer service, because, wow. The way that you ended that makes me, like, I can imagine what kind of mom you are. Seriously, because, wow, that's, that's how you decided to end that. You realize that these reviews are for other people to read, right? Like, for me to make fun of, but for people to, like, make decisions on whether or not they're going to go to Home Depot in Spokane, right? You think that this is going to be the one that people are like, oh, man, well, I wanted there to get a, I wanted to go there to get a roto hammer, but now that I realize the girl is super rude, I mean, wow. She even said it, because, wow. Get a life. There are so many bad reviews, either management doesn't care or needs to help. I have had some good experiences, but the people at customer service are so downright rude, it really outweighs the good. Today, Mary at customer service was so blatantly rude, she didn't even attempt to act civil. I, so, I assume because I didn't have a receipt, she thought I stole it and threatened me as such, which even if she thinks I stole it, it gives her no right to be so rude. It's despicable, her attitude, because I lost my receipt. <sighs> you know when they ask if you want a receipt with that? They don't do it for their health. They do it just in case you need to return something. And if you have something that you're buying from Home Depot from experience, you save every fucking receipt. You stick it in your glove box, because chances are it is the wrong thing. I've made four trips to Home Depot in one day before. Okay? You don't lose the receipt. Of course she's upset with you. You're making her job harder. You know when people go and make your job harder? It's certain people act different ways. When people make my job harder, I just take it in the chin like a little bitch. But some people don't have to. And Mary, at customer service at Home Depot in Spokane, Washington, doesn't need to take it. You need to show her some respect, you get that receipt to her, and she can get the shit returned. It's that easy. You shithead. Ooh, okay, this will be the last one in Home Depot, and then I'm going to do a pest control in Snohomish, which is going to be probably really good. But this one caught my attention because it starts off... I'd give it a zero if I could. I ordered a Rayobi mower and trimmer with battery and charger bundle as well as an edger attachment and extra string for the trimmer online and had it shipped to the store. I received an email stating all items were ready for pickup. The next day I went to the store to pick them up. After waiting for about five minutes to get help, the only thing behind the customer behind the counter was the string. I was shifted to another person who had to go in the back to find the mower. Ten minutes later, they did. Then they took them another ten minutes to find the edger attachment, which ended up being behind the counter. I took my order back to my truck, opened the mower, mower box to find the battery, charger, and trimmer were missing. I went back inside and waited five more minutes to be helped. Got another person who also checked behind the counter for five minutes 
checked the back for 10 minutes and still couldn't find it. He looked on the computer for a while and went and back to look again for 10 minutes and found the trimmer. All the while, I'm standing next to a Ryobi display of dozens of batteries and chargers, just like I ordered. I asked if I could just take one of those, and he said he'd have to ask the manager. Ten minutes later, we got the manager, who said he, she couldn't allow that, which I find ridiculous. After all, it's her store that told me everything was ready, and there was... A rack full of them right next to me. I explained that I got an email confirmation that everything was picked up. And so how am I going to get the battery and charger that I am owed? All, all, they, I assume, all they could do is say they'll put in the notes of my order that I need the battery and charger and call back in a few days to see if it came in. Oh, man, that's a lot to unload. So, by my math, you were there for about 75 minutes. Again, this is online ordering. To a T. If I was to give percentages out of how often my online orders got fucked up, it'd probably be in, like, the 70-80 range. I don't... I understand also why the manager couldn't give you the batteries and the chargers because Home Depot is a corporate entity and their inventory that they have to do, I'm sure, quarterly is probably the biggest pain in the fucking ass. And so when you order that thing, it comes with a SKU number and that SKU number gets removed from the inventory. So if you just willy-nilly got a fucking charger and battery, you'd be fucking up their inventory. I know it's annoying. And you went there expecting to pick up all the stuff that you thought they had because they told you they had it. That's the worst part about this. Because I've been in that same boat. And it's a pain in the fucking ass. I, I don't know. I would have probably not taken the order. If they had said, we'll make a note and call back in a few days to see if it comes in, I'd say, okay, well, then I just want a refund. I just want a refund. I'll take my money elsewhere. Because if you throw the ball, you know, fire one across the bow like that and see how they react. Because they'll probably just refund you. If it's that big of a fucking nuisance to get you a battery and a charger that you ordered with your uh, your set, it's it's probably... If they're willing to refund you on that, then it was never meant to be, my man. You got to just take that one in the chin. You know what they say? Where there's a Home Depot, there's a Lowe's. Go across the street to Lowe's. And you don't want Rayobi. Rayobi's dog shit. Get Makita. Get Milwaukee. Get DeWalt. Fucking Rayobi. That's like the that's like the Toys R Us brand of fucking construction and power tools. You're doing yourself a disservice already. All right, we're going to head back west over the mountains to Snohomish, Washington, to Orkin Pest Control. This fucking place, all the other pest controls have like 4.5 to 5 stars. This has a (laughs) 2.8. The worst company I ever dealt with. 
horrible communication with trying to reschedule over a week long. Ended up calling a mom and pop shop bulwark exterminating. Okay, so you just, okay, not a good review. Okay. There's way too many four star reviews on this thing for this to actually. Let's get to the actual reviews. Reviews. I want those one star reviews, baby. There's 32 reviews. Oh, what a fucking dud. There's one, one review. And then they fucking... What a joke. So that was a dud. Okay, stop bugging me, pest control. 3.8 reviews. We got some low ones here. What a fucking pussy. This is a review from somebody for Stop Bugging Me Pest Control. Yep. Just saw one of your trucks on I-5 South flying in the carpool lane with one person in the truck. That's not the company I'm looking to do business with. Because a guy was in the fucking carpool lane? For real? You... So you were in jam, jam-packed jam traffic, and you saw one guy drive by, and then you were like, I'm not doing business with those cocksuckers ever. Yeah, I bet. You, th- this, is, this has nothing to do with pest control. You saw a guy going down the carpool lane with one person. What if he had to take a shit? What if his wife was in the hospital? What if he was 45 minutes late to an appointment? You don't know. But he was taking the risk anyways. I did that same thing today in my truck. Fucking Samantha. All right. Moved into an apartment with bugs from the previous owner. The property management scheduled with this bogus company. Not only did I spend hours prepping my home for inspection, I also waited hours for no one to come during my appointment time. I called the office over ten times, no response, no answer. This is effing ridiculous. Spend your money elsewhere. Well, it's not your money. It's your property management money. We have nothing to cry about here. Okay. You spent hours prepping your home for inspection. What does that even mean? Like when a fucking bug dude comes to your house, you're like, yeah, they're coming in this window and they're over here and I've seen a bunch of ants on my counter and they go, okay. And then they just leave you alone. You know, we have one. He's kind of an asshole. He shows up unannounced, which is fucked, but we just deal with him. You spent hours prepping your home for a bug inspection? Jesus Christ. Oh, and her name is Sin Forever. Okay. So, you you again, you're revoked from reviews forever. You're not allowed. 
stay far away. I haven't used this company and never will. One of the drivers almost hit and injured me while driving. He was following me too close to begin with, then honked at me at a red light. Then after I turned, he was still following me too close, aggressively passed me across the double yellow line to the opposite lane on Kenwood and Martin Way in Olympia. Almost hit another car in the opposite lane while dangerously passing me. That's something you just call them directly about. People are so fucking stupid about these reviews. Like, there was a video I saw where it was a a dude, he was a pest control dude. The lady left him at the house because he had a fumigate and she had kids, so she left. Well, he's got ca- she's got cameras all over the house. And he went into, like, her, like, drawers and went through her underwear and her kids' shit and, like, definitely, definitely overstepped the boundaries of the fucking customer relationship. That's a bad move on the company and the way they conduct business. You bitching about how bad of a driver they have isn't worthy of a fucking review. That's something you call and say, hey, I was just on Kenwood and Martin in Olympia. Your techni- technician almost ran me off the road and fucking gotten a head-on collision. You should probably be aware of that. And then they handle it from there. The chances that Stop Bugging Me Pest Control is even going to read your stupid fucking review is super low. So, you know what? If you're bitching about people's driving, bitch directly the customer. Or the, 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 the company. Because you're not doing anyone any favors. All right. Well, it's a it's twelve thirty. I still got to edit this thing. So uh, I hope you stuck together and enjoyed the reviews. Uh, I got Joe now coming in hot. We're doing it remote. The volume is a little weird, but it still sounds good. We got a jam packed conversation mixed with some good Let's Talk Tuesdays. Uh, other than that. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling your friends. Check us out at Official P's and Q's on Instagram. Shoot us an email, pnqpod at gmail.com. Or check us out at Clem on TikTok. But here is the boys bringing the noise. Me and Joe remotely gargling each other. But we're, we're recording again. We're back to recording. So I'm just going to sit down here on the floor and I'm going to watch the recording bar and keep an eye on it. Um, No, yeah, so I didn't end up getting a haircut because, uh, but I... (laughs) I No, yeah. (laughs) This is just going to be the the worst episode. Um, So... (laughs) Maybe. I wish someone could bomb this episode. Am I right, sister? <laughs> sure would like to nuke episode 106. I can tell you that. Right. <laughs> right. Um, no, but so I ended up shaving my neck and cleaning up my sideburns and shaving my face and cleaning up the mustache. Then I combed my hair 
and used a hair dryer and quaffed it. So my hair actually looked really good for the wedding. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, I like a little quaff action. Yeah. Okay, so we got we kind of got the hair thing figured out. Back to the glasses. Um, what kind of, like, did you get, like, nice glasses? Did you Are you just going to do what you did before, get, like, the three to four, like, like the multi-pack glasses kind of situation? What's yeah, your move this time? Yeah, we bought these ones off the internet because I just, I... I do refuse to get like a nice pair of glasses until Bo starts communicating. Cause I feel you. Cause he like as soon as I put those on, they're coming. Like he's not gonna. He. You don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a lunatic. You don't want to like. You don't want to. Yeah, you he's don't want to fucking jack your hella nice glasses. Bo, okay, exactly. And Bo is such right, a right. he's such a lunatic that today I gave him a popsicle and he said thank you. And I almost cried. I oh, almost nice. fucking cried because of how yeah, how like, I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it's happening!" Yeah, you said something polite. Thank you. Yeah, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real. Damn it! It's That's still real to me. Damn it! Still real to me. Damn it! Um, well, that's good. I do. I do have a question. Why did you wait? <laughs> Uh, a year to have Allie order them. Were you just like, you're just kind of like, I'm moving on. Well, so have you ever? What, side note: Have you have you ever tried contact? Does that interest you at all, or no way? Yeah, I tried. I tried contacts, and uh, they hurt to put in my eyes. And when you first get contacts, apparently they give you like a couple different pairs to put in, and they're like, see which ones feel the best to you, and. Like, none of them ever felt the best to me at all. They all felt like I had, like, a piece of paper in my eye. So I wasn't into contacts. And then I went to the eye doctor, and they they asked me, uh, well, you know, because the eye doctor that I go to, guy retired, so there's a replacement lady there. And she did my eye exam and my eyes have gotten worse since the last time so she's like well you need new glasses anyways and so I went there and my insurance pays for like $300 worth of the glasses like frame and lens which is okay it's, it's not bad it's, it's just okay um, and then they tried to get so they're like okay so you can go try some on over there and I was like oh perfect yeah and I'll just buy some because like those Ray-Bans that I had the, the serial killer ones those were from there. And I was like, I'll just, right. I was thinking to myself, like, I'll just get those again. Because those, like, those, those, they're perfect. Um, but they don't have them there anymore. So she's like, yeah, we don't have those here anymore, but we have these ones. And she brought, like, a bunch out. And she kept, like, picking these, like, I could only describe them as, like, bitch-ass accounting glasses, you know? Hmm. They didn't look like... They didn't look like being, like, something I would wear. They looked like something some right. bitch-ass, like, accountant would wear. You know? Like, they, they you looked like you were trying to sell encyclopedias. Yeah, door-to-door. Or, yeah, like a Jehovah's Witness or something. Exactly. Like, the thing about those Ray-Bans, because they were, like, tinted. So, they were pretty psychotic and they were big and they mm-hmm. kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. they just kind of fit me well as far as like my per- like if you saw me doing something wild you'd be like eh, 
Yeah, that makes sense. But if you saw me doing like something wild in those, I just look like the kid who has, like, fucking alcohol fetal syndrome and likes to make bad decisions, but my eyes don't work great. Right, right. We don't need that. Like, I like doing hood shit with my friends. You know? Of course. <laughs> of course. Love that. Have you ever heard yeah. that, kid? Uh-huh, of course, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to do hood rat shit with my friends. You know, like, well, fuck. <laughs> Good. You're like, all right, kid. Jesus. Uh, um, so she kept trying to give me these one glasses and I was like, yeah, you know, and then I'm like looking around and I'm like, I'm not really like the kind of person who will put them on and like look in the mirror and like kind of like examine myself. The way I look at glasses, like there's one side of them where it's like, it's definitely got to be a part of your personality, but like, I'm not going to look at the way I look at anything in the mirror and be like, these are the ones, you know? So like. I'm just kind of looking around and looking at the glasses, and I'm just like, eh, you know what, I'm just going to order them online. And she was like, oh, okay, well, I'll save these, and just let me know if you want to pull the trigger. You can even just call me over the phone, I have all your information, and we can get them ordered. And I was like, okay, we will do, and then I just never called her back. Yeah. And then I was looking online, and then, I don't know, I probably made like a fucking TikTok video, and stopped looking and then you know two weeks went by and maybe i opened it again like kind of looked around and then you know ended up watching like a documentary and getting kind of stoned and so i stopped looking and before i know it it's been like damn near a year and like i still don't have glasses yeah and then and that's how and that's how it goes yeah and then the kraken were playing and i was like sitting on the ottoman and we have, like, a 65-inch TV. And I had to sit, like, two feet from it, and I was just, like, watching the game. And I think, I, so, Allie, she didn't say this, but it was the next day that she, like, texted me, like, a, a couple, like, different types of glasses. And she's like, do you like any of these? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And so we picked a pair out. Um, going back, I'm getting the tinted again. Okay. So tinted's coming back. The transition lens? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. you know, I like them because they make me look like a psychopath a little bit. I don't know if psychopath is the word that I would choose. They're dirty as fuck. A little bit. They're just a, it, dirty more more along the lines of maybe kind of like a pedophile. They're, they're more not, like pederast glasses. No, they're not. Jeffrey well, no, Dahmer me, has... Me... Allie and KJ called you a pedophile for like two, the two years that you had him. Mm -hmm. We were like, this guy's a petter ass. Here's the not thing, a, though. Not a cool psychopath, like a guy, guy's a petter ass. You know, you know who never wore petter ass glasses like that? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Okay. Kevin? Kevin? Kevin Spacey wore the bitch accountant glasses. Kevin, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. Here's the thing: both things can be true. The transition glasses, the transition glasses are just. Here's the thing: you're going to do you. You're going to live your own life. Uh, you're going. You got to do what's convenient for you. Oh yeah. Um, I just think it's crazy to go, to just be like, oh yeah, like I'll get back to this, and then it's like, like the little SpongeBob, like four years later, and then boom, be like, oh yeah, like I'm getting glassy again. It's like. Like I here's the thing, that is so insane, but you know, 
it is what it is. I can't talk too much because like I have glasses that I never wear. Like I bought the glasses and I'm just like, don't like I've worn them a handful of times, but I'm like, ugh, these are just like, I put them on. They fucking hurt my eyes. I never wear them that often. They're like for distance. I like rarely ever drive. So what are we doing here? You know? Yeah. I get it, man. I don't drive. I don't fucking wear them. The thing is, is like, I don't need them as much. Like, it's like, it's like it They're They like help for long distance, but like you need them. Yeah. 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 And I drive a lot, which is alarming. Level of crazy. And you drive a thousand miles a day. (laughs) Dude, three weeks ago, three weeks ago, I filled up my truck and then I worked and then like, I filled it up at like 7 p.m. and at 4 p.m. I filled it up again. Dude, I, if I think if anything else, you could easily be a long haul trucker, like no problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't be too bad. Easily, I would need like, like yeah. I would skip past podcasts at that point and just get like a million audio books. You yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, because audio books are just like eight nine hours, so you're good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to do. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, you'd have to. There's, there's only like so much that you could do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, all the audio There's enough books in the world. Audio books in the world. Totally. Just like fucking get down on that. You know what you could do is in the future, you become a long haul truck driver. You have one of the ones that sleep in the back. Allie retires, and then you two just go across the country, and she'll she'll just be passenger, and yeah. you guys just. And then you, we, go, you know, you go across the country, you fucking you we bang. deliver whatever it is is in your truck. Maybe it's meth. Maybe you work for the cartel. Yeah. I kind of like where this is going. I like where this is going a lot because I also imagine plowing in the back of that thing. For sure. Of course. Uh, there's no way that you're going to, like, not bring your significant other and not do that. Yeah, you're, right? you're, like, you're plowing you Highway know? 18 sleep rack style. Yeah, if you're not getting, if you're not getting sucked in every state across this union, I mean, sure, maybe not Hawaii because you're not gonna drive a truck there, but like every other one, and Alaska's up there, but all the lower forty-eight. If you're not getting sucked in all of them, what are you even doing? What are you doing? What's your life what even you become? Doing? I can you tell you. What's your play? I can what's tell the, you one thing. The that, play, kid? I can tell you one thing. You're not doing for sure. You're not trying. You're not. You're not trying. You're definitely. You're not trying. You're definitely not trying. No, you're, not, you're definitely not hard enough. Yeah. I mean, you're being a little shit bird. Yeah, you're not giving a. Fun. Um. Yeah, you're not giving a funk, dude. I got drained yesterday. Blood drained. That is. Um, oh, yeah. From went to so went to so I have a bit of good news. I got my first pant my first test back, and it came back negative, which is good. Because you'd think positive would be good, but you want it to be negative. Uh, so that's fucking tight. I'm able to exercise again. I'm able to, like, like kind of like ease into it, of course. But that's fucking tight. But dude, so two weeks ago, I got my blood drawn, and I was like fucking talking to the nurse. Or not that I think she's a nurse. I don't know. She like doesn't really matter. But she just like draws blood. That's like I think her only job. And I've gone to her four different times. One time she did a great job second time like it didn't it like it like didn't hurt but there was bruise all up and down my arm the next day which i was like that's fucking weird the third time that i went it was like 
she was draining me dry. I was like, how many fucking tubs of blood are we doing here? And then I had to lay down. It's when I almost fainted in the skyway walkway thing. Yeah. So this time I'm like, okay, I've got it. I have a fucking plan. I have a plan of attack. Everything's going to be fine. Because each time I go in, I'm like, I got I to gotta run the scenarios in my head. So I'm like, all right, cool. I got this. So I, I wore a different mask, one that's not so cumbersome, one that's basically it's got like little holes in it so I can kind of breathe better. Right. I fucking go in and I'm like, I can do this. So I go in and I sit down. I have never had this happen to me before. It like hurt. She was like, it like pinched. And I don't know. I was like, so that threw me off. So immediately in my mind, like she like is fucking drawing the blood. And I'm like, ow, that, cause it just, it genuinely hurt. Right. She was like, oh, like what, what's wrong? And I'm like, it, this hurts. And she's like, well, it's not supposed to. And I'm like, well, it does. Then that made me nervous. I was like, did I break off a piece of metal and now it's going to like live in my fucking arm and like that's going to be a whole thing? That yeah. Was a possibility. Probably not. Of course. But you know, so I'm like, oh shit. And she's like, oh, like you don't look so good. I was like, I know, I don't feel good. I need to lay down. She's like, well, you can't right now. I'm drawing your blood. And I was like, can you just work with me a little bit here, lady? Yeah, like, take the thing out. Like you, you know the, what's going on here. So I fucking, I like go and I lay down. I was like, geez. And then she was like, grilling me about she's like oh you have two different doctors who are asking for two different tests which one do you want to go to i was like don't didn't you take enough blood for all the tests like yeah i don't know man like take both bloods do the thing yeah take take all the blood also i'm pretty convinced that they don't need the amount of blood they take dude it was three vials filled with them are you feeding a vampire as well what are you doing with the other ones isn't it like Based on every fucking movie I've seen, it's like a couple drops, and then you're good to go. Yeah. These are vials. It's like, what are you doing with all of this? Cloning me? Yeah. Like, oh, dude, what, they're, they're sending it you... off to Spacey for, for fucking Bloody dude, Mary. Dude. You, you, your blood is yeah. becoming a Spacey Bloody Mary. Oh, <laughs> it's a spicy meatball. Yeah. But I get like, so I, I don't faint there. That was pretty tight. And then... I so previously I had walked out. I'd walked up two flights of stairs. I had walked to the uh, fucking sky bridge. Almost fainted. This time I was like, "Keep it cool. Everything's good." So I had laid down. I'm like, "Cool." I see the stairs, and I'm like, "Before I get up the stairs, I'm gonna need to take a seat." I had already pre-grabbed like a random seat from like a different like open reception room, placed it next to the stairs, waited it out, and then I walked across that sky bridge like it was no problem. So, I'm learning. Things are looking up. Um, and yeah, I think I should be uh, tip-top Magoo in the next few weeks, you know? Good. So look at me go. Look yeah. at live. Yeah. <clears throat> look at you. You're not passing out, so you're doing good there. Yeah, I'm moving. Like, I'm learning, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm placing things in the right area. I'm like, you know, but it's every now and then I'm like, fuck, <laughs> these bastards. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I fucking... Well, it's good to hear that you're doing better. I mean, none of that shit... I don't know. I think sometimes... Sometimes a part of me is like, the doctor is a sham in itself. You know? Like, there's certain parts of it where I'm just like... You you know, I think, like, for you, they, they they were definitely, like, you're pooping that color and, like, you're pee being dark and you're just like... They're like, oh, shit. All, uh, sign, all signs point to the liver. Color. My eyes are changing color. I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah. And all like, oh, yeah, it's your liver. Like, if you don't have it, you'll die. And I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, son of a bitch. 
So all signs point okay. to liver, and so when they like go through all the motions, they've. I feel like they have like a hundred percent certainty of already what it is, but they're like, well, no, we're gonna have to rule out all this other shit, and you're just like, okay. And for you, you're like, well, if I die with like, my liver can kill me. So if you say so, for, for sure. sure. But, but there's sure. a part of me where they're just like, they're like, where did you get your medical degree? And you're like, good point. Google.com, you know? motherfucker. Sniff my balls. Yeah, right, right. And they're like, okay. God, that must have been the most frustrating thing. Like, my yeah, brother no. my brother would tell me about that, like, during, like, the height of COVID. When people oh. were, like, starting to believe in, like, the horse steroid shit and, like, Dude. like, the vaccination and all this shit. My brother just dealing with so many people. Like, the way he described it is, like... For a person who's like a hockey fan, right? He's like, if a doctor is in the NHL, like, I'm a nurse, I'm in the minors, right? Right. People who come into this hospital who aren't in the minors or in the NHL, like me and doctors, you're basically a casual fan, if that. Right. When it comes to like the stuff that I know versus what you know, of course, you know, like, so yeah. it's just it's so wild to me that people actually like go on Google for medical advice, and and then sure. have the audacity to take that advice to a hospital for somebody who's done like ten plus years of schooling and is like depending on how long they've been in the industry right. for like ten more years. So you're taking yeah. twenty years. Of information and experience and being like, like, regardless from how, like, how smart you are, unless you've been researching this on the internet for 20 years, there's not a fucking chance that you're even in the same dog park as me. No. No. You know? No, that, that is just like, that is just like the thing, too. Because you're just like, like, okay, like... It's, it's always also, too, been, like, so wild to me that, like, people will get so passionate, like, as if, like, they know something. Like, they're going to be, like, one-up. Like, they're going to one-up a doctor on, like, some shit that they know. They're like, oh, I've done my research. Like, oh, really? You went to page two of Google and, like, clicked on the fourth link? Like, you fucking magically know something right. that a doctor who's been doing this their whole life? Like, you're not... You're not sneaky. Like, you probably don't even know how to get on, like, the dark web to, like, access that information. I don't know how to do that. I, I have no idea. I'm not claiming that I do. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, you're just, like, a guy who, like, goes on Facebook and has Facebook links. Like, you don't, like, know things. So yeah. don't fucking, like, it's a clan, you know, it's, just, it's annoying. It's a clan of you assholes together. Yeah. Being like, oh, like, yeah, well, we actually, like... If you put actual, like, blood work in front of them and be like, I don't know what any of this means, you're like, yeah, because you're not a fucking doctor. So you don't know, of course yeah. you don't know what that means. They, they, do. they even make it simple. So, like, on, like, on the, uh, like, when you get, like, your blood work done, it goes through, uh, like, a lab court, and then, like, it's updated to, like, your chart. And, like, on your chart, like, they have relative numbers for you to look at of, like, oh, like, you know, uh, this, like, liver thing a should be between zero and 10 or whatever right and like your number is 17 and so like it gets flagged and so you can see it and compare it to like where you should be so like 
something like that, you can look at that and be like, oh, I'm at 17, I should be between 0 and 10. I still have literally no idea what these things mean. And so then a doctor will be like, oh yeah, this thing does this, and it works over here, and you need it to be low, or else you're going to die. And like, so then it's like, it's like just because I can, I know that the number 17 is bigger than 10 does not mean that I have the ability to be like, hmm, I think I'm pretty much out of the woods. Let me go back to my life. You know what I mean? I know how to get that lower. Right. Yeah, like you don't know things. That's the craziest part of it is it's even if you thought that you understood what 17 versus 10 meant. Right. The next step is to get down that that number down to 10. So how do you do that? You don't know how because you're not a fucking doctor. And that's just one thing. That's one single thing in the human body. You know, right? Where they look at right. like all this One different shit, and they're just like, yeah. the liver shit's a little bit high. Like, that's just their knowledge on the liver and where it's supposed to be at. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking. And then there's also, yeah, there's also doctors that just specify. Like, I'm seeing like my primary care, but then even like my primary care was like, this is like too crazy for even us. Like, we need to send you to a liver specialist. And so like, I'm, I'm also going to this dude. And he's just a liver dog. He, like, works. It's called Gastro Health. Shout out to them. But, like, he's just the liver guy. And he's like, I don't fuck with... He's like, I don't fuck with the spleen. I don't fuck with the bladder. I don't fuck with your colon. I'm the liver dog. Like, he's the liver king. Like, he actually is. He's this old... Yeah, he's like this, like, old-ass Japanese dude. He's like, no, 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 no. I know about the liver. The liver king doesn't. I'm the liver dog. Trust me. I know it. I'm the liver guy. And so... Yeah, it's just like, oh wow, like there's a guy, and he spent his whole life just knowing what's up with this. Yeah, you're like damn. And then that's there's crazy. Vagi- and then there's like vagina doctors, and you're like, oh, you, this feels kind of perverted. Oh, he's like, he's like, nice. Yeah, <laughs> like he was like 13, <laughs> and he found his first porno magazine, and he was oh, like, if yeah, there was like, only a way that I could just be a vagina guy. Yeah. And then when he was like in high school, there was like, yeah. And then, you know, my gynecologist, and he was like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's like my, <laughs> it's my doctor for like, uh, you know, checking out my, 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 my women parts. And he's like, okay, wait, how do you spell that? And they're like, what? And he's like, never mind, shut up. Okay, I gotta go. And then that was when they became a gynecologist or an asshole doctor, someone who just right. just is all about the sphincter. Or a cock doctor, uh-huh. a guy who yeah, is okay. I was I was gonna ask you: Is there a such thing as just a dick doctor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there what is. What is it? What's it called? I don't know what it's called, but I was listening to a podcast and a famous comedian was on there with his wife, and his wife is like a penile doctor. Is it a real what is thing? It? Oh, well, there's a lot that goes in there, man. That's the thing. You know, there was a million, there was a million and a half really, really, really bad decisions made by this one complex little organ on a, on a man, you know, a lot of good ones too, but a lot of bad ones. Right. Like it'll dump, it's toy. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, if you're like, oh, it's just going to be a dick doctor. You're like, all right. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, you gotta like, someone's gotta be a dick doctor. Someone's gotta be an asshole doctor. Someone's got to be a hoo-ha doctor. Like, you just mm-hmm. have to have it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly, but it, the, the, there's a bit of a red flag on the uh, gynecologist, let's be honest. Unless it's You're, a woman. Right, right, right. It almost just seems, it's like, yeah, that seems to be like, it's like, oh, like, that would make sense. Like, what do you think, that, what do you think about a dick doctor that's a chick? Like, you would, then the same would apply, like, if that a little bit of a red flag, or are you, you're above board? You're like, fucking dick it up, dude. No, Girl, I don't, I think that's above board, because honestly, uh, like, if you want to try and compare the two, I'll, I'll go with you all day long, but there's such a, there's such a difference between what a deviant a man is and what a deviant a woman is. Like, For sure. you've never, like, I mean... Like perfect example. Sure. That fucking the the medical guy for the women's gymnastic team who was like fingering all those girls when they were like thirteen years old. You never you never hear about like a woman being like, Oh yeah, I'm the primary physician for the UW football team and ten years later you find out that like the woman was like trying to peg the dudes and sucking them against their will and shit. Like, that doesn't happen. Right. So, like, a woman can be any doctor at all, and no red flags right, are raised. Right. Um, yeah. But a man... Un- unless un- unless she ha- like unless they are doing that, and everyone just keeps it on the hush. Or or it could be like that episode of South Park where they're like, where, like, the kindergartner, he's, like, having the affair with, like, nice. the kindergarten teacher. And they're like, whoa, yeah, yeah. They're nice. like, whoa, what's, what's his name? And they're like, oh, no, no, it's a woman. And they're just like... Nice. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so funny. No, but like, <laughs> like a dude, a dude who so isn't funny. isn't gay or a woman. If it's a straight guy, like, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go ahead, say it's in the name of medical silence, and I'm gonna look real, real close at your face while you're saying it, because I'm gonna look for that one little smirk where you're like, yeah, yeah, no, no. no. I've always cared yeah. about this. Yeah, so has every guy ever. Always. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a huge smart. It's a huge way flag. in here. You know. You know. And like he, oh, no. No, yeah, that guy's perfect. Like <laughs> you're gonna become a doctor. Think of how many doctors there are on the planet, right? And like think of how many of like you know what? You want to become a, a doctor and you're a straight male? Become a heart surgeon, okay? Be, become like a fucking lung doctor. But don't... And, and you yeah. know what? That goes for uh, plastic surgeon surgeons too. Like, there's, there's something really weird to me about a person who is passionate about rearranging other humans. Like, when you break it down to like its simplest form, they're like... You want a smaller nose? I'll give you a smaller nose. I don't care. Yeah. I think most plastic surgeons, though, do, like, surgery on, like, to, like, re... Like, someone, like, got into a serious car accident. Burn or, like, victims and shit like that. I blew up on their... Yeah. I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. them, but there's, like, the Hollywood. Like, the, the Hollywood plastic surgeons. The ones who do it for... Who have a commercial practice, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I'll fucking do this. And you're like, oh, so you're just a dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, you're for a... commercial purposes, you're like, oh, okay, dude. Like, alright. Like I'm pretty... Bellevue. You're like, right. Bellevue fucking eye lift. You're like, got it. Alright, I see what we're doing here. Yeah, like, someone's like, I don't... I don't like the fact that I'm aging. You're like, well, tough fucking titty, dude. Right. We need yeah. more lung doctors. We don't... We don't yeah. need somebody who'll move your nose up. That doesn't matter. Yeah. 
It's but they make a shitload of money, so I can't like. There's a part of me where I'm like, yeah, if you said you can make this much money by fucking you know cutting people's eyebrows off and shit like that, I'd be like, all right, I guess. But uh, breaking it down to the bare bones, like I'm pretty sure that there's like an Edgar Allan Poe short story about a guy who was obsessed with trying to like mutate humans and keep them alive while putting them in these like adding fucking animal parts to them and shit and that's yeah that's dark it's dark as hell but you know know. what you know it'd be interesting to see like what would be the percentage of like if this if this profession of like commercial plastic surgeon didn't exist right like how many of those people like just like all of a sudden how many of them would be like crazy, like murder, like Jeffrey Dahmer status? Yeah. Where they're like, which that like, shows like how they get the fix. They just do it, like in in our society right now, it just happens to be like, oh, there's a job for that, and you can like do this, and but like that's what I'm for saying. Them, they're like, they need that. Yeah, they need that release of like, oh, you want a new face? Like, let me give it to you. I'll give you like, a new fucking face. Yeah, dude, that's yeah, what I, that's what I'm saying. Old one. That's what I'm saying, is that the the desire yeah. to want to rearrange the human body and face is fucking bizarre to me. No matter how much money you pay somebody, it's weird. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's a red yeah. flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. Dude, I can't, I mean, I'm just, I'm so, like, in the medical thing, like, I can't, you know, like... I can, I'm just I'm not about like I don't like I don't want you to draw my blood I don't want to take you my blood pressure I don't even want to fucking I don't even want someone discussing a visectomy with me like that'll make me faint like oh, I just yeah. can't even like I can't even like it's just like so opposite of something because even someone was like oh like well Joe like well you get a visectomy in the, in the future I was like I, I can't even talk to you about it I can't like d- don't even I can't even discuss it with you like what like it makes me it makes my fingers are sweating thinking about it like, yeah oh yeah. Oh, it's just not for me. I just yeah. can't do it. I'll die. I'll just die. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just start <laughs> pulling out. That's it. I'll just... I'll, yeah, I'll just die, you know? And I don't want to die yet. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Until, like, kid number four pops out, and you're like, cut my whole fucking shit off. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cut my dink off and give me a punzi. Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy totally Is there any red that fucking guy at Red Mill, he's like, what are you going to do if you have a third one? And I was like, well, that's impossible because I cut my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Such an inappropriate inappropriate yeah. response to that. Holy smokes. There was one it. time. So KJ, Joe, Allie and I, and Lucia and Bo went to El Chupacabra. For dinner, and then we walked across the street to um, Red Mill to get some milkshakes. And you know how we do it. We had a couple margs. We had a couple shots of tequila. We had a couple drinks before we even left for El Chupacabra. Couple yeah. And so by the time we got done with dinner and over to Red Mill for milkshakes, like I was, I was feeling pretty good. And I had I was holding Lucia, and then I had Bo in a front pack. And, like, some guy, very friendly, very casual, came up to me. And Joe's standing next to me. Uh, the girls, I believe, were, like, outside is chatting it up. We're going to take the order. We're in line. And this guy, like, comes up and he's like, 
Oh, you got your hands full. And I was like, yep. And he goes, what are you going to do if you have another one? And I had just gotten a vasectomy. And I looked over at the guy. And I was like, well, that can't happen because I had my dick cut off. And then, like, Joe just slowly looked over at me. And that was when I realized, like, maybe I'd crossed the line a little. Because, like, he yeah. wasn't smiling. He was just, like, looked over at me kind of like, what the fuck was that kind of answer? What, what was that for an answer? It's not real. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, because, like, like, now we have to, like, be next to this guy. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I don't need questions asked about like like what you know it's just it's just it's like if we were on our way out maybe a different story but it's like no no, no we haven't got the milkshakes yet we, haven't like, even we gotta we haven't even moved yeah we're stuck here for a minute yeah like we're we're in this sinking ship and this guy's next to us i'm pretty sure though if i recall that that shoot him away i'm pretty sure he was just like oh and then just kind of walked away I mean, we're, Right, right. Like, got lucky. Not gonna stick around for that. Got lucky like, that okay, he wasn't like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Because he could have. He could have done that. <laughs> right. He could right. have a thousand percent looked at me and was like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> like, uh, right. shit. <laughs> like, oh boy, I didn't think. I didn't think this one through. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Oh fuck the pain web. You got any uh, let's you talk? Mind me for a second, I, and I take a hard piss. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we'll we'll take a hard piss. Yeah, and then, take a uh, piss. We'll do, do we some let's. Any, uh, I, I got two. Some LTTs. Yeah. Perfect. All right, I got two. Two. Um. Cool. All right, let me go piss right quick. I'll be right. I'll be right back. Okay. Man, this has been fucked. Okay, so I'm gonna have to re. I'm gonna have to cut like. A half hour off of this in the beginning because the audio is going to be a fucking joke and then it shuts motherfucking fucker well then I'll have to go solo for the first half of the thing and then fuck the pain away man I just want to be better I just don't want to be around anymore I got two really good Let's Talk Tuesdays uh from the gmail don't forget if you have any questions or uh, anything like that hit us up at uh, pnqpod at gmail.com uh, reach out to us on instagram at official p's and q's and uh, if you're feeling real wily check out at clem on tiktok which is like what's up doc what's up oh, welcome back brother i was just doing a, i was just doing a little plug Nice, dude. Plug it up. Plug it in your ass, pal. Uh, well, I don't <laughs> what know what is going uh, on? <laughs> I don't know why. Um, shove it uh, up your right, dick, back. buddy. Shove it up, you... Shove it up, you fuck suck. Uh, you fuck sucker. Uh, got some LTTs. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we ready? We're ready. We are... We, we ready? Yeah. Uh, okay, first one... <clears throat> Paul, get up the the Duke. You know what time it is, fucking as always. Um, okay, let's talk Tuesday. Uh, if there was a person who committed some kind of world atrocity, like a Hitler level fuckery, and that person shared your last name, do you change your last name? If so, what do you change it to? 
Personally, I change from Garaventa, which is the name of a town my family is from in northern Italy. I change it to either Genoa, the closest city, or to the name of a neighboring town, uh, Donata, uh, Marzano, um, etc. Um, yeah. So to answer his question, yeah. Um, yo, yeah, definitely. I mean, here, like, let's think about this. There's no more Hitlers anymore, you know? No. Like, I I don't know how. Like, I don't know how popular the last name Hitler was in Germany, like, before Adolf Hitler, but, like, afterwards, for sure, you change that last name. I think, you know what, I think part of it has to be how common is the last name. Because, like, Hansen, right, in fucking, I mean, even in America, there's a lot of Hansen. Yeah, I would keep Norway, they're they're everywhere. Yeah, I would keep You could keep, there's enough Hansons for it to be, like, fine westling though is like i only know i don't know any other west i've never met anyone else exactly but i think it's like a little more common in sweden but even still you'd probably want to switch that shit up it's probably like you i think it yeah it just depends so if your last name was hitler would you change it fuck yeah yeah you'd have to you'd have to (laughs) but but okay but check this out though but check this out we were talking about this. The Bin Laden family—they didn't change their name because they've been—they've been around for like a hundred years as like a super powerful construction yeah. company. So yeah. they were like, "Listen, we were here first. Yeah, we had one bad egg, but like, what do you want from us? Like, we're not all shitbirds." So I think it kind of depends. It's not like Jeffrey Dahmer's family changed their name, right? But do yeah. I mean, I'm not saying but, Dahmer and Hitler are in the same boat, but. Or right, Bin right, Laden, right, yeah. But also, I also think yeah. with like Bin Laden, I'm almost positive Bin Laden is a relatively common common name in like the Middle East as well, like amongst Muslims right. well, especially. I, I think, like I and I, like uh, Hussein, I'm pretty sure is also a very common name. Uh, right. It's yeah, kind of like not crazy. It almost feels like it's like the like the Huang or Cho, in like sure, in China. Or you know, uh, yeah, James. No, I, I, I hear you. And so, yeah. like, but like Hitler is very dis- so. Like, if my last name was Hitler, I'd have just been like, "All right, I'm just gonna change like one." To. I'm gonna be Himmler from now on. Sure, sure. Or just like move your middle name to your yeah. last name. Yeah, and get and it legally changed like, for I don't sure. Have one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like double middle name it. Get but, a new one. But if Hitler's last name was Hansen. Like, I feel like there's enough Hansons in the world where it's like, well, well, I'm not going to change my life. Like, I I know for a fact exactly. that I have no relationship to that guy. Right. Fingers, well, right. fingers there's crossed. Enough, like, for sure. Well, because even, like, like, Joseph Stalin, his last name wasn't Stalin. He just gave himself that last name to sound cooler. Okay, stage and name. I'm pretty sure stage. Stalin, it means steel, like the metal. So it's not like... You know, he gave himself a like stage name. Like, he gave himself a stage name. He gave himself a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave... He, like... He worked... The thing is, is, like, you know, you hear Stalin, you know who the fuck it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I don't think that there's any other, like, Stalins. Because no. he made it up. You know? It's like... Right. You know, you know right. oh, hey, my name is Joey Titanium. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> cool no, name. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I would definitely change uh, it if my name was Hitler, but if it was like Hansen was the thing that we were trying to change, I would ch- it's too common. 
Like, like the Duke right, has right. an uncommon that's enough that's last name, it feels like, to where it's like, yeah, you could change that. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, yeah, if Hitler, if it was, like, Adolf Wessling, and he, like, he happened to have, like, the last name Wessling, then it's like, you gotta change that name. Because, <laughs> again, it's like, it's, it's not uh, common enough. You know, it's like... Right. The Westlings that are it's like you're probably related to him. It's like, oh, I'm not. You're like, okay, sure. You know, <laughs> likely, likely story. So you're sure down. So you're down with him then, and you're like, no, I'm, I never said that. Exactly. It's like you're at least at least you like him. You're like, come on, man. No, I don't. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's that. It all depends on the, uh, commonness. I guess is that the word? Yeah. The probability of the name. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So thank you. Duke. Next one comes from the King. Powerful Musa. Shout out to him again. Just for getting married. Love that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's talk Tuesday. A little morbid, but fuck it. What would be the worst way to die that's specific to each of you? What would be the funniest slash most ironic way to die? Uh, <laughs> so, I have... I've actually thought about this. And I think probably one of the worst ways to die... First of all, the, in my opinion, the worst way to die is like alone away from your family and they don't know like what your last thoughts are on a very serious level i think that's terrifying yeah but also like an actual bad way to do it is like i think being eaten alive i've just i don't like that just sounds like such a bad way to go because it's like you're watching your insides get pulled out and you're being eaten and you're like oh this is how i go oh yeah. you're not gonna be alive for that much longer but you're like oh this is it like fuck like, you have time to you don't know you have time if to digest like, what's happening. Exactly. You have a little bit of time to think about it. If you get shot in the head, you, you have no fucking idea. Mm-hmm. But like this, you're like, oh, like I can't, I don't make it back from this. These are my last moments. And this thing that's eating me doesn't even care. You no. Know? So I would think that that would be the worst, um, personally. Yeah, that would be I would fucking... not like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that like the worst way to die... Getting eaten alive would be tough, but, like, you could probably, for me, like, I just finished that book, Timeline. Oh, yeah. And just thinking of, like, the medieval times, there's, like, yeah. fif- there's like 15 different ways they could kill you back in, in the medieval times that are just the worst ways to die of all time. The Iron Bull. True. What a fucking nightmare yeah. it is. Uh, the one that they talk yeah. about in Timeline is, like, uh, it's called, like... Mother's bed or whatever, and they put you in a box like a cage, and then lower you till your just your chin is above water, and then they just like keep you alive in there, yeah, until you just like die of starvation and you're in like a puddle of like death water. That'd be fucking terrible. There was like that one way where they like lock you just outside like the fucking kitchen galley. And starve you to death. Like, that's a fucking terrible way to die. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a dick move, really. Because you're like, (laughs) dude, it's. Well, that's that's spacey. That's spacey level insanity. Yeah. That, that, like, honestly, like, that's more, like, almost, like, rude than anything. Because you're like, dude, I'm so fucking close to, like, grub. Can you please? (laughs) Like, Like, I would just, like, be plotting and scheming, trying to, like, how do I weasel my way in here? Because it's just, like I'd be more frustrated, I think, than anything. It's like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, I'm so close to food, I can smell it. Please, just give me some. Yeah, I would just start jerking off a lot. You'd have to. 
Yeah. You know, you'd have to. Um, um, but yeah, and then, like, an ironic way, like, uh, a funny slash, like, ironic way for me to die, I think, would be, like, coming home from the airport after, like, a super long flight for me. Like, because I'm oh. so afraid of having, like, a fucking heart attack on a plane that I get, I get to my destination, have a vacation, and then fly home, and then on the way home, die. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, like you have, like, you have, like, the heart, heart attack walking in the door. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you're like, I'm, like, we're home. Yeah. You... yeah, talk about ironic. Yeah. I, I guess, I, I guess an ironic one for me would be driving a car. Cause just like I just like like going like a, like on a long distance road trip like oh we're driving to California, and I just like go that way. It's like oh this guy hasn't driven, like more than a hundred miles, in like two years, <laughs> yeah. and then the first time he drives a long distance he just gets plowed by a semi. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck. Uh, fuck the pedal by. Fuck the pedal by. Um. So yeah. So that's what I got. Nice. Thank you, Moose. Thanks, Moose. Thanks, Big Moose. All right. So I have two. Um, one of them we don't have to get into, so I'll give you the the first one that's, you know, it's fun. Um, okay. if you guys have been paying attention to the Kraken preseason, what are your thoughts? The crackhead in K-Town, which I'm assuming is Ken. <laughs> first of all, thank you for that name. The crackhead in K-Town. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't know, I really, I really like that. Dude, I think lot. that the people who send these in like these emails are listening and then they hear like other people's like there was like like <laughs> big d and little little j or whatever yeah like, yeah yeah they, so i think I they're like starting to, they're starting to top each other i love it again in k-town yeah in k-town that one really got me yeah <laughs> um and you already know i've been paying attention to kraken preseason Oh, of course. Side note, you know that uh, the day that Lila, myself, and KJ are coming up is on uh, the last uh, preseason game? How yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm well aware of it. You okay? It's fine. You know what? Okay. We've been, there's been <laughs> okay. a lot of different stuff. Like, the Kraken just came back uh, and won 4-3 to three in Vancouver. So Right. And they were down 3-0 to zero going into so. the second. We got a different team. Um. But as far as, like, my, my superstitions go, like, I'm working on them. Uh, I'm trying to get it dialed okay. in. I got a new hat that seems to be feeling pretty good. Nice. Um, and, yeah, you know, like, as far as the superstition goes, it's preseason, so I'm not, like, too fucking wild about it yet. But as far as, the like, how the team looks right now... Um, and again, preseason, so not our whole, like, final roster is even playing. But you're getting to see the system that we're playing, and, um, I, like, obviously the Vegas Golden Knights was a complete anomaly. And I think on paper, we have, like, a really good team. I think that the Seattle Kraken are going to... Like, for real, I think the Seattle Kraken are, are going to surprise some people this year. Big time. I love it. Um, I love it. The I system... The games. Yeah. Preseason games. Dude, I love it. The system that we're playing, uh, our defense is a lot cleaner in our zone. Um, 
you know, people are probably like, well, Shane Wright hasn't scored a goal yet. It's like it's preseason. This is like more of like a conditioning, see who works well with one another. If you're expecting Shane Wright to go out and get 30 goals preseason, like you're so wrong. That kid's 18 years old, and he's playing in the NHL now. Like, I, I would be surprised if Shane Wright gets more than 30 points this season. Because it's just a completely different animal, what he's doing. But the way he is playing right now, he's playing good heads-up hockey. Matty Bernier's fucking hockey IQ is so ridiculous. And if you get him on a good line, like, him and Donato play super well together. I'm excited for the season. I think that we actually... If we play the systems we've been playing, but with our full roster, I think that we, I think we're going to, I think we might be chasing a playoff spot by the end of the year. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. I mean, I, that'd be, I think, I think that that would also too just be such like a awesome uh, infusion of like high level hockey to the city where like, cause it really does make all the difference in the world, uh, like an, as unfortunate as it is of like if you have a new team in town and they just like already like if they like just have a new team in town there's like the uh whatchamacallit like the um like like not nostalgia but it's like ooh, it's like a new toy so people are going to be behind it for like the next five years mm-hmm. no matter what even yeah. dog shit but like you know like when the sonics moved to oklahoma city they had a playoff ready team so, like, not only did they have, like, they're like, oh, we're in Oklahoma. We don't have anything at all, and now we have a team, and now the team is in the playoffs. So then they had this fucking huge run of playoff teams, went to the fucking uh, the championship, lost, thank God, but, like, still, like, made it there. <clears throat> and then now they're on the back downside of this, like, of their franchise of, like, oh, well, uh, yeah, like, you lost all your good players. Now you're bad again. And so, like, you've only known something good. The nostalgia or, like, the newness, the shininess has worn off, and you're bad. So, like, we've already had one kind of crappy year. It would be sick to be like, okay, now we're getting better. So, like, if we could keep that within the next, like, few years and then get good, then it's, like, sick. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think it would be really cool. Yeah, you want a gradual build with that. Because, like, now, if the Vegas... Golden White, they didn't make the playoffs exactly. last year. If they don't make the playoffs this year, like people are going to start abandoning hope on them. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, because again, it's like it's not new and shiny anymore, and you're expecting this high class shit. You're not used to it sucking, you know? Totally. Whereas, like, obviously, I would love to see the Kraken fucking like do well, win every, all the Stanley Cups, crush right out the gate. However, I'm going to be watching them no matter what, regardless. And as a new franchise, you want to get those people who aren't going to be there no matter what, you know? Because yeah. it's like, as much as like I like goof on you for watching, it's like I still watch the Kraken games. Like I still. Oh yeah, of like, course. I'm fucking of course like, yeah. Like I'll like I text you, I text JT. It's like duh. Like yeah. I fucking played hockey from when like my whole life. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, but, so yeah, it's like yeah, no, no, no like I I fuck with this shit, but. Yeah, it's just like, okay, like how we're doing it and how it's like rolling out. Although it's like, yeah, we were bad last year. And like, if we're bad again yes, this year, that's okay. But it's like, you want that slow, gradual build versus all the glory at once. And then it's like, well, hmm, I deserve this. And it's like, no, like Columbus was bad for 20 years. 
20 years they were yeah, a bad team totally or, yeah like 20 yeah 20 years they were a bad team they've been to the playoffs like two times mm-hmm. i think and it's like yeah they don't have like like what yeah. there's that's crazy and they have like there's almost like no a rabid fan base right right like, it's like they have like this like rabid yeah it's it's just like you don't like yeah like just because you have like a new thing and it happens to be good doesn't mean you deserve it because like right again they were bad for 20 years Dude, that's just how it goes it's like boston sports fans they're just the most spoiled sports city of all time for sure Dude, the thing uh, is though is they were bad for so long like they were garbage for so long the patriots were terrible oh yeah boston was the red sox were terrible celtics were always nice yeah and the bruins were pretty nice yeah, so, that's what I'm yeah. saying. They've but always like, had a successful team in Boston. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was yeah, some, like, but... Boston sports guy who got in, like, a Twitter fight with a bunch of uh, Seattle fans. And, like, he ended it. Like, and it was going back and forth, apparently. Like, it was just common banter. And then he was, like, he was, like, well, I'm glad you guys lost the Sonics. Go fuck yourselves. And then, like, signed out. And he got, he, he got... Obliterated, like even the guys he worked, even the guys that he worked with was like, uh, you might have gone too far. Because <laughs> yeah, like that happened, that. that happened like almost twenty years ago, you know, like fifteen years ago, and that's still like yeah. a fresh wound for Seattle. Oh, like for sure, losing the Sonics, for like sure. you piece of shit, and he's a yeah. Boston fan, so of course, like. He'll never ever understand what it's like to just like have your basketball team or your football team just to, goodbye, see ya. Right. Don't need you right. anymore. Yeah, that would never. Right. So that would never. What a piece of shit thing to say, but um, the Kraken preseason is looking fucking pretty hot right now. Our team looks really good. Everyone's back to full health. The guys that we picked up in the off season, Oliver uh, Bjorkstrand and uh, Andre Barakovsky. Look great. Shane Wright looks great. Matty Bernier looks great. Braden Tanev's back from an injury. He looks fucking phenomenal. He's flying around out there. That fucking... He is the most intrusive penalty killer in the league. I challenge you to try and prove me wrong on that. Brendan Tanev is a menace on the penalty kill. He's on our team, which is great. So I think the Seattle Kraken are going to make a fucking run this year. I love it, dude. I want it. I want it in my life. Yeah, and then so here's the one we can kind of we can talk about if we want or um, the name of this guy is funny though for sure. So the question is uh, thoughts on Anthony Edwards' comments and apology. And this comes from stirring the pot god in Mill Creek, Washington, which is a funny name. <laughs> stirring, stirring the pot. God, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, Anthony, who the fuck is Anthony oh. Edwards? Oh, Anthony uh, Edwards is a basket. So Anthony Edwards is a. I think he got drafted last year. He plays for the Minnesota Wolves. And okay. last week, at some point, he put on his Instagram or his Snapchat or something like that. He took a picture of uh, like a group of gay dudes outside of a club and they were wearing like leather binding and they're all just jacked as fuck but they're all wearing like super flamboyant loud like 
you know, bondagey kind of outfits. Like, they didn't have their yeah, shirts yeah. on or whatever. They were going to get their suck and fuck on. For sure. They are about to have a great night. And, uh, yeah, and you know what? I guarantee you they still did. Because the, Anthony Edwards, oh, yeah. he took a picture of them. They didn't see him take a picture of them. And then he wrote, like, in the caption, uh, these, and he wrote NECAs, N-E-C-C-A-S. Oh, wow. Different. And then, like, laugh, 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 laugh emoji, you know? So he took a picture of a group of gay guys and we're like, ooh, what a bunch of weirdos, and then put it on Instagram. And everyone's like, ooh, uh-oh, you're not supposed to do that, you know? <laughs> like, this is For 2022, sure, yeah. sir, you know? Right. Um, I don't know, and and here's the thing, is like, and then he, and then he, and then he went, like, and had an apology, and like, he was like smiling during the apology, it was like a super half-assed apology, um, and a huge group of like the LG LGBTQ A O plus is that what it is? Something sure. like that. Yeah. Uh they got up his ass about it super hard. Um and were like calling for his job and and telling like telling the NBA like we are not going to follow you anymore if you continue to let him play and it was like like, on one side of it, it's like, I, I agree with them being like, regardless of how you feel about that lifestyle, um, you are a role model now. No matter what your take on religion or sexuality or, like, anything, you should probably keep it to yourself because, again, you're, you're a, like, a legit role model now. So... Uh, for you to take that picture and be like, these guys are different, like, because he came out and he was talking about them being gay. It wasn't like he was like, they're dressed weird. Not that's what I was talking about. He could have lied and right, said that, right. but he didn't say that. He was like, no, I just don't agree with that lifestyle. Um, and it's like, well, here's the thing: is that you need to keep that to yourself because, like, the next generation of people who we are trying to raise into like, kind of all-accepting people uh, look to you for answers to certain questions, and, like, that is whether or not you were directly or indirectly trying to answer it that way. Now you have, like, a bunch of 10-year-olds who are like, oh, yeah, those gay guys are weird. And it's like, right, well, that's course. not what we mean. Yeah. But then on the other half of it, when, like, the gay community comes through and goes, like, this guy shouldn't have a job anymore, it's like, well, okay, for one, he's 22 years old. So his brain isn't even close to developed all the way. And, like, if he comes out and, like, has, like, a more sincere apology and, like, tries to work with it, but, like, taking someone's livelihood, he'd be fucking... So you're saying that the rest of his life should be fucked because of this one thing? Like, that seems extreme. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, like... Here's the thing. Like, we just, like, live in, like, an immediate, like, fucking... <sighs> like hyper communication in fucking forty eight hours. This is just like not going to be a news story anymore. Like totally. It, like I doubt. I doubt that he like gives a fuck one way or the other. Like he's still going to play basketball. Like people are going to like shit on him, and then it's just going to go away. I think like more. I think it's crazy that people have these thoughts and opinions still in twenty twenty two. But like some people do, and it's just totally. like you know it is what it is. Like I like just be cool, be rad, but like 
you know, like, obviously, don't be a dickhead. He's, like, clear, like you were saying, it's, like, he is, like, a role model to some kids, and other kids are going to look at that and be, like, oh, yeah, like, that is weird and different, like, whatever, and you're, like, oh, you're taking us a step back. Don't mm-hmm. do that. But, you know, it's just, like, I don't know. I feel like there's just, like, a lot of other bigger fish to fry. Totally. You're just, like... Yeah, it's just like, yeah, because I mean, again, like, I didn't even know who this dude was or like what he said or like, I'm very, very out of the loop on that. But it's like, you know, again, in like fucking 48 hours, some other thing will happen where well, I'm know, pretty sure like a day Queen later England comes back from the dead and Kevin Spacey <laughs> butt fucks a goat or who knows. <laughs> well, I think what I was going to say is I'm, I'm pretty sure like a day later, Brett Favre got caught like embezzling like five million like taking like five million of taxpayers dollars (laughs) some shit like that dude from like a welfare fund Uh like from like like literally like federal like federal grants to mississippi for like a welfare mismanagement you're like you piece of shit dude yeah yeah and he's caught like red-handed too with like Um, texts and shit it's so funny yeah classic yeah um i hope five goes to jail that'd be so funny um yeah i mean yeah that's all i got next week we'll be in studio rocking in the free world uh i'm gonna have to hop off and edit this piece of shit right now oh yeah fucking give it to my aunt can't fucking i don't know what i said there yeah um yeah next week we'll be in studio i'm very excited to see you next week and i'm also very excited that we're all gonna hang out together so that'll be fun that's big time exciting that is big time exciting because that's just our fun. Yeah, the listeners don't even know about that. Yeah, exactly. That's just us. Even, that's just the boys. And, I mean, you and, know about it, but yeah. that's just the boys, though. You know, just the boys bringing it. And it's gonna be spooky season, so spooky season's here. Things are looking up, my friend. God, I can't wait. Hot season, right? Way too hot of a spooky season. I'm over this now. Dude, it's hot. It's very hot. Late summer. Late summer. Yeah. Um. All right, dude. Well, great app. Um, love you guys, and um, we'll suck you later. Yep, love you guys. Peace, dude. Peace. Um, so I'm still here, obviously.